Welcome in, everybody. Thursday edition, Steel Man and Thune at noon, presented by uh, Lasher Home Comfort Systems during our first hour. And I am here at a place I really, 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 really enjoy hanging out at on Thursdays. That is Cavens Construction, such a great reputation, big-time business. They have been growing and growing and growing and expanding because – they do unbelievable work. We've got some uh, colder weather coming in, of course, uh, starting uh, tomorrow, and it looks like all of next week, based on what I've been seeing, it's going to be in the 40s. Uh, Cavens has been preparing for freezing temperatures uh, coming in next week. They have an elective team of highly trained technicians with state-of-the-art equipment ready to help you at your home or business with a water emergency, anything that happens there, available 24-7, 365. Make Cavens Construction your first call if you have a water emergency, a busted pipe, or anything like that. They will uh, come to your aid, and they have a great reputation for doing an unbelievable job. CavensConstruction.com in Norman and Oklahoma City. It's 405-573-3048. That's 405 405- Five seven three thirty forty eight Tulsa Stillwater nine one eight two eight two seven six one two that's nine one eight two eight two seven six one two Parker Thune, how's your Thursday? Well, I tell you what, Steely, it is somewhat of a gloomy Thursday in the state of Oklahoma. Walked outside this morning and everything's overcast. Apparently, there's a storm coming. I don't pay attention near, near at least nearly enough to the weather, but apparently, I have been told there is a storm blowing in. Uh, and by this evening, I will be headed down to DFW in preparation for my flight to West Virginia tomorrow. So I, uh, I guess I'm already like, I'm, I, I don't want to say I'm mentally checked out because I'm not, I'm very much going to be engaged for the next three hours here on these airwaves, but I am looking forward to getting out of town, getting down to Dallas and getting on a plane to West Virginia because it's somewhere I've never been. And it's not often I get to go somewhere that I've never been before. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. But you know what? Hey, we say around here, we expect your best every day. Everything matters. Everything matters. Every detail, Parker. Every. Are you, how many steps away from the microphone are you right now? Are you in the proper spot? I am in the proper spot. My swivel chair are is you exactly sure? where it is typically posted. I want to make sure you've got the proper angle when you get to the computer to play the sound clip because this has now become the infamous sound clip of the week. I just labeled it the Stutzman clip because it's been discussed. And, you know, I I know that Tyler and Teddy talked about it, and Teddy even checked in with uh, T. Rowe on the morning show today to back up what he said about it. And uh, I'm sure most of you probably, if you're a ref listener, you're a big Sooner fan, probably 98% of you have heard this by now. But I, I don't think we have weighed on, in on it uh, together. So let's play it. This was the infamous uh, Stutzman clip on the podcast on the Prairie with Jeremiah Hall and Braden Willis that got uh, some Sooner fans uh, a little bit bent out of shape. When that man yells at me now, it's kind of a little bit different. Like, I think it's kind of like he's getting all chewed up on me. I'm like, dang, like, I, I was only one step over in my initial alignment, and this man is, like, screaming his heart out. And sometimes it gets a little funny now. Like, you're like, dang, like, come on, you move me one step to the left to move me one step to the right? Like, are you serious? Like, come on, I ain't that deep. Like, but like, it's just that little stuff that he just really cares about. And, like, you could tell he just really cares for his players. 
There you go, Parker Thune. That has caused a firestorm of controversy this week. It's either Danny Stutzman doesn't care about the details, not taking Brent Venable's instruction seriously, or it's, you know, Danny Stutzman is on a podcast. He's a funny guy. He's he's out there. You've seen him at Sooner basketball games. He's got a personality, you know. And it's an out-there personality. So where are you weighing in on the uh, Stutzman clip controversy? So it sounds... How, on a scale of 1 to 10, on a scale of 1 to 10, how big is this? So it sounds to me like Stutzman was... I think what he was trying to get across is that even if it doesn't seem like it's a big deal to me, Brent Venables acts like it's a big deal in the moment and that's because he cares about us and wants to make it better. I, I I didn't get the sense listening to that soundbite that Danny Stutzman had some beef or some bone to pick with Brent Venables. I don't know. You can hear something like that and interpret it a thousand different ways. But at least from where I sit, Steely, it, it was just it, it honestly felt more like praise. It felt more like admiration from Stutzman to Venables, basically saying, hey, look, he pays attention to and he's – intense about and he cares about some of the things that don't even seem like that big of a deal to us yeah and that is our ortho central clip of the day injuries when they occur on friday night you know ortho central saturday injury clinic is so popular they've helped so many high school athletes uh for a couple years now with their uh, athletic and sports injuries that they suffer in a high school game, and they can get you taken care of with that Saturday injury clinic. They've got a great new orthopedic surgeon. Joshua Wilson is the uh, new doctor there, Dr. Wilson, specializing in sports medicine, and currently is accepting new patients in Norman and Newcastle. Uh, You can call them at 405 360-6764 to book an appointment with the uh, new doc on staff at Ortho Central, Dr. Joshua Wilson. That's 405-360-6764 for an appointment today. Okay, here's one of the reasons, and I kind of took it the same way. I know that when Tyler played it for Teddy the other day, and, and Teddy has been great in his breakdown of what he thinks about it, and I actually heard that day, uh, I wasn't streaming at the time, and I heard Teddy say, you know, I, he didn't sound like he was a big fan of it. Teddy's a smart guy, man. He's not some meathead football player. He uh, he said, look, I don't know the complete context. I'm reacting to what you're saying. And, you know, he kind of took it like, you know what, those details do matter. Uh, but I, I took it the way you did that Danny, you know, was talking about. And this is before last week's game, by the way. Um where he's saying, you know, at first, you know, he's saying, man, you got to move one step. And I'm thinking, really, one step, dude, seriously, come on, is it that big of a deal? And, yes, as Brent Venables has continued to pound home the point, it is a big deal. It absolutely is a big deal. And I'm not saying that if you hear that clip and you're a Sooner fan, that you're not frustrated or think, oh, come on, man. How We keep talking about details. How long has Brent Venable said everything matters, every detail matters, you've got to do it the right way? And so Sooner fans, when they hear that, and you just got run down by Baylor's running game last week, and you're 5-4, and four, and you also saw Danny Stutzman and uh, Jaron Kanick, you know, fill the same hole and the, the same gap, you know, from the linebacker spot, which is not supposed to happen, and it looked like it was Danny Stutzman's issue there, then you take that and you think, well, that's why it's happening right there. Danny Stutzman doesn't think that extra step matters. 
So, and again, I can see why some Sooner fans would take it that way. But, um, you know, Danny Stutzman is starting as a true sophomore in a new defense. He's got talent. I'm not saying he's going to win a, a, you know, a Butkus Award or, you know, um, you know, going to be one of the Sooners' next great linebackers. But I think he's a pretty good player. And I think, obviously, he struggled with some of the calls and uh, where he's supposed to be in this defense. Clearly. Yeah, and look, on the text line, we had a listener say, and this is, I think, a pretty good encapsulation of it, it wouldn't be that big of a deal if OU was 9-0, and but OU is 5-4, and they've massively under, underachieved, and Stutzman his, himself has played like crap. That's my take. And so, I, Stutzman's had his ups and downs. It hasn't been all bad, but I don't think it's been the year that he expected. I don't think it's the year that we expected right. from Stutzman. And so... That certainly plays into the perception of that comment as well. I, I, I agree. I certainly don't think it's as big of a deal. I don't think as much has been made of it as has been made if Oklahoma's winning football games right now. But they're not. And so everything's exacerbated. Everything. Yeah, and again, like I said, yeah, and the texture is uh, is right. If Oklahoma is 8-1 and one or even 7-2 and two right now, uh, you're not going to have that many people as upset as they are. And, like, there, there's some people who've been texting in, you know, that's Danny Stutzman. Danny Stutzman's on a podcast. He's joking around with one of his teammates, one of his former teammates. But I think the struggles of the defense and uh, the fact that we see Brent getting more frustrated also, I think, it, with every press conference, like, you know, <laughs> I keep telling him. I keep telling him what we got to do, right? And uh, particularly with what happened in the fourth quarter last week, that was a big issue so uh we'll see what happens in morgantown coming up saturday morning 11 a.m we'll have our pregame show on the air at 7 a.m right here on the home of sooner fans the ref radio network uh but i would say this danny stutzman 120 12 20 i'm trying to that'll work all right i'm trying to get with uh with Gary Cavins here. We can get him on here for a couple minutes. All right. Uh, so, anyway, I, I would say this. Danny Stutzman is a talented player who has had a somewhat disappointing season. Like, you know, a lot of these guys have had on the defensive side of the football. Reggie Grimes started out like a house of fire, right, in the non-con. After that, it's been a disappointment. Uh, I think when you look at Sooners who have played well, You've got to start with Billy Bowman when he's been healthy and been in there. And I think uh, probably Deshaun White would be the other guy. What do you think, Parker? Uh, man, I, you just look across this defense as a whole, and especially in the linebacker core, Steely. They're just been I think, consistency has been so elusive. And I think the one guy, the one guy on this defense that you can point to and say, that dude's been at the top or near the top of his game all year is probably Billy Bowman. And I think C.J. Colden is certainly making a case over the last four games. That's a guy that's quietly played some really, really good ball for the Sooners. But seniors, freshmen, you know, experienced guys, inexperienced guys alike, there's a common denominator over the course of the season to this point defensively for Oklahoma, and it's inconsistency. And I think that's what worries you. It's not as if you're seeing a lot of good mixed in with a lot of bad. It's, well, everybody individually has kind of seemed to be in a funk at a certain point in time. And you're not yeah, getting cons- you. you're not getting consistent contributions from anybody. 
save for Bowman and probably Colden right now. You've had a lot of ups and downs from Key Lawrence. You had a lot of ups and downs from guys like Stutzman and Deshaun White. And certainly, you've had a lot more downs than ups when you look at the front four. And those, those guys just have not generated pressure on the quarterback. They haven't held up against the run. And... Again, that goes back to why Why are we sitting here talking about the comments that Danny Stutzman made in the opening segment of the show? Well, it's because at a foundational level, Oklahoma's not winning, and there are problems. And anything and everything that is said on the record as it pertains to a defensive unit that is struggling is going to exacerbate those problems in a situation like this. No doubt. And, uh, you know, coming into the season, we talked about uh, two of the young studs on this defense who, uh, you know, might be in line to have breakout years are Danny Stutzman and Ethan Downs. They both had, you know, made a lot of plays uh, when they were in there as freshmen. Uh, Ethan Downs has also had a disappointing season by, I think, pretty high standards for him. And I, I think it would be a big mistake to give up on either of those kids. They're in their first year of a new defense. I still think they're very talented. You may see both those guys coming out next year, maybe over the last stretch of this uh, season that we have left with three regular season games and hopefully for Sooner fans a bowl game may play a lot better. I, I do think they're both talented. I think they've struggled in this new system, but I still think that you know, ability is there for them to be really, really good players for Oklahoma. All right, let's break. I'm here at Cavens, Cavens Construction. They'll do great work for you, fire issues, water removal, emergency services, mold testing and removal, biohazard issues. They also do the the, the, the stuff that's, uh, I, I don't want to say simple, but compared to what they do in some of these uh, situations uh, where emergencies arise, they also do Regular commercial construction, roofing services, cavensconstruction.com. In the metro area, Norman, Oklahoma City, 405-573-3048. In Tulsa and in Stillwater, 918-282-7612. We'll take a break right here, coming back to Cavens. We'll get to the text line, 1235 T.J. Eckerts, 135 Eric Bailey. Talking what else? Sooner college football. That's what we have. Keep it here. We are back, Steelman and Thune here on a Thursday afternoon. I'm here at Cavens Construction, and the man, Gary Cavens, is here with us. And we've got cold weather coming in. Uh, actually, kind of starts tomorrow. It's going to ruin my Sunday golf round. I won't be able to play. It's going to be like 30, 34 degrees, 35 degrees when I normally tee off with some wind. Eh, 
I'm dedicated, but I'm not that dedicated. I don't blame you at all. Yeah. I don't blame you at all. But you guys are equipped for emergencies that could be, you know, coming up with uh, what's going on with this uh, winter weather coming in, right? That's right. That's right. Yes, we are. We are. You know, we have the best uh, equipment and the uh, best trained staff when it comes to water uh, restoration remediation. Um, you know, we can get out there with our water extractions. Uh, vehicles and extract water and we've got a bunch of uh, structural drying equipment that's top notch uh, that we can bring in to dry out the structure whether it's your home or your business Um, our guys have been through uh, a lot of training on the different classifications of water and how to handle the different classifications of water we had a a deal last week where we had a seven-story building uh, here in Oklahoma City that um, uh, a general contractor had had collapsed the line, uh, 40 foot of the sewer line, um, and it was five days later before it was actually fixed by that general contractor, and they started having sewage flowing out of their toilets. No, that's not good. It's not not good. good at all. But we were able to come in, get it cleaned up, get it sanitized, get the customer back working and, and, and going again, and, um, you know, we have the equipment, the training, and the availability to help you 24-7, 365, and it doesn't matter if it's a seven-story building or your house that's just, you know, right there that you live in every day. We can help you with those situations. We can also work with your insurance company. Uh, we have uh, special protocols in for documentation to make sure the insurance company gets all the information they need so they can pay you for your claim. And, you know, most water, majority of all water losses, whether it's a sewage, sewage backing up through the toilets or a broken sewer line or something in the home or the business, or it's a broken water pipe, um, which we see a lot of, uh, and putting water into the house, or if it's flooding water, um, you know, it's covered by insurance, and we can work with your insurance and make sure you don't have to pay out, you know, make sure that you're squared away and that you're taken care of by your insurance company. We'll document everything, and we'll get it put back the way it was before the damage started. And, you know, the great thing about Cavens, too, is that, you know, we can, from start to finish, we can handle, you know, we're, you're, one-stop shop give us a call we can handle the plumbing because we're licensed oklahoma plumbers we can handle the remediation restoration the the, you know all the water damage and everything get it dried out get the water out get it dried out and then we can manage the build back for you so one call instead of three calls one call can handle your entire insurance claim when it comes to water and that's a heck of a deal because you don't want to have to deal with multiple you don't have to deal with the plumber then you want to have to deal with the you know the water company and then you're gonna have to deal with the build back company it's great to just have to deal with one person from start to finish and that also means there's only one person dealing with your insurance company which is huge too versus having multiple contractors deal with the insurance company it's confusing it makes the process longer it makes the insurance pay longer so it's good just to make one call to do it all you guys are like the Swiss Army knife, a really like a, the best Swiss Army knife of construction and emergency relief services because it's it's like you've got a starting rotation, you've got the middle relievers, the closers, you've got you've got the whole roster. We do, we do, and you know I've been working years and years to perfect it to what it is now, um, and I'm always changing things. Uh, always changing things you know i didn't like we have uh, our large our large loss disaster trailer that we have 
and I didn't like how it was set up. And you know, we we tore it apart at the, on Monday and rebuilt the whole thing so we carry more equipment and uh, so that we can take care of customers a little bit better. I'm always looking at fine tuning all the details so we can take care of the customers fast. And, and, you know, one of the things we talk about is response times. How fast can we get to the customers in different areas of Oklahoma and, and our different locations and everything? And, you know, that's really important to me to get to the fine, the fine details and work them out so that we can take care of the customer the best way possible every way. You sound like Brent Venables, who's had uh, players in the system for a while, though. They know the system. They're not lining up wrong, right? That's right. You've got the details down. That's how they do it. Everything matters here at Cavens Construction, as will. All right, Gary, thanks for having us out. Duke is uh, here and uh, loves to broadcast with me. I appreciate that. I stopped petting Duke for a minute, and Duke said, Duke, no. Here's my paw. Keep petting me. Yep. Just remember that you know with the the winter weather coming in next week and this weekend if you have water issues give us a call we have texts on call 24 7 you talk to a live person and we're there and, and we can take care of you just give us a call that's all you have to do and we can help you out and duke he'll be on standby also there you go duke we love duke duke's the official mascot here what a great dog gary thank you so much thank you appreciate thank you. it Gary Cavins, man, they do. They they do it all. They do it all. And if you have uh, issues, busted pipes, stuff like that, water issues, uh, next week give Cavins Construction a call here in the Norman, Oklahoma City area, 405-573-3048. Tulsa, Stillwater, 918-282-7612 is the number, or CavinsConstruction.com. All right, Parker, let's get a few uh, texts in as many as we can before we get a break and get T.J. Eckert on, 405-651-3439 in the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Let's go there. We got a lot of people asking about P.J. at a bar, eh? Because I guess some random message board poster oh, made no. a post yesterday said and said he was talking to a couple other schools. <sighs> Listen, I... I just want to be very clear about this up front, and hopefully we don't get any more texts about it the rest of the way. I'll rehash these same comments if so. P.J. Adabari is 100% locked in with Oklahoma. And, look, I have gotten to know that kid very, very well over the course of his recruitment. Here's what I know about that kid. And I mentioned this back when he was being pursued by Oklahoma and was yet uncommitted but very heavily considering OU as the place where he was going to take his talents. P.J. Adabari, the day after he silently committed to Oklahoma, got an offer from Notre Dame. P.J. didn't even bother posting that offer. He didn't bother having more than an initial conversation with the Notre Dame staff. Heck, I remember when he got offered by Texas A&M, which was before he committed. This is this would have been in, back in May, I believe. And of course... We're not talking about A&M in November, Steely. We're talking about A&M in May. A&M still had quite a bit of juice back then before the wheels started falling off the wagon. And so, generally, the kid gets an offer from A&M, he's at least going to give it a hard look. P.J. had no interest in Texas A&M. He said, look, I know what I want. OU fits what I want. Texas A&M does not. So, he's also planning on visiting next weekend for Bedlam. He's going to be back in town with several of the other Sooner commits. Please do not be worried about P.J. Adabare, and please do not regurgitate this nonsense uh, on various social media platforms and internet forums, because that's what it is. It's nonsense. The kid's going to be a Sooner. 
Yeah, and, uh, you know, you've seen some of that out there still uh, regarding Anthony Evans, and you've seen a little bit of that because of Lewis Carter, apparently, you know, the Auburn situation, going to visit there. So, you know, again, all this comes with five and four, and all this comes with Colton Vosick, who a lot of us thought, man, can they keep that commitment? That's going to be a tough one to stick, and he did commits earlier in the week, so there is some recruiting paranoia out there, uh, no doubt, and... Again, the problem is go win football games. Go, you know, win out and uh, show you're going to carry some momentum in the next season, and you probably won't have to worry about anyone else. Anthony Evans, I don't know. I know you guys think he's 100% or as close close to that anyway. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, hopefully they can hold the rest of the class together. We'll talk more recruiting here in a little bit. All right, we got a break. Mike Steely, Parker Thune. Home of Sooner fans, the Ref Radio Network, Thursday edition. I'm here at Cavens Construction, and uh, we're happy to have you along today. Keep those texts rolling in. We will get to as many as we can today. If uh, we don't read yours, you know, send it again. Send it a couple times if you have to, all right? Let's break and come back, talk a little college football with T.J. Eckert next here on the Ref. Let's bring in our friend, a good friend of mine, a good friend of yours, and a good friend of everybody, T.J. Eckert. That's what he is on the Riverwind Casino Hotline, 405-329-9000. P.J., you know, things can change so much in a week, and uh, particularly Oklahoma football fans, they, uh, they react passionately. Uh, whether winning or losing, and uh, this week you you lose to Baylor last Saturday, and then you lose the Colton Vosick commitments. Uh, been a rough week for Sooner fans. What are you thinking of though about this game Saturday in Morgantown? And they lose the same Houston State Steely. That just, yeah, you're like you know at least basketball's here, and then womp womp womp. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was just a it was just a brutal week. Um, yeah, as far as this week goes, it's it's I've I've had been pretty optimistic each week going in. Uh, I'm generally am pretty optimistic, and and this week it's just kind of like a I really don't know, you know, just looking through the numbers, looking through, you know, watching the game back uh, against Baylor, and and then keeping an eye on West Virginia. There's really not anything that stands out to me that's like, oh yeah, like this is going to be for sure. Oh, he's going to go up there and win, and, and win win big or. Oh yeah! Oh, you better be on upset alert because they've been struck. You know, it's just it's such a weird team and a weird game. The, the weirdest stat to me, we talk about how all the time how hard it is to go up to Morgantown and win, and it is. 
I mean, we've seen it this season already. We've seen it with OU games in the past. But OU's never lost in Morgantown. I thought that was kind of interesting. After think about all the games that have been that have happened up there with the Tavon Austin game, uh, Kyler had a crazy game up there a few years ago. They never lost, so I thought that was kind of surprising. TJ, you look back on that Baylor game Saturday. There were a lot of things that went wrong for Oklahoma. A lot of little things in particular. The mm-hmm. details continue to haunt this program, but the reality is, especially in the Big Twelve here in 2022. You can't win games if you're getting blown off the line of scrimmage. And the Sooners were doing that, especially in the trenches, defensively. So can this team, down the stretch, you look at their last three games, can this team win if they're not winning the battle in the trenches? Is there a path for that to happen, or is that something that the Sooners need to fix if they're going to right this ship in the month of November? Yeah, for me, uh, you know, Parker, looking at the, the remaining schedule, um, the three teams they play to end the season, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, are the three worst teams, like technically, in the Big 12 in terms of rushing offense, right? So Tech obviously doesn't run the ball very much. OSU's had a really hard time running the ball all season. And then West Virginia's just, you know, just, just slightly below average in terms of the conference in terms of running the ball. So it's not... I, I think the problem needs to be fixed. It, it, it goes to physicality. It goes to mentality. Um, like that's something I think that, that needs to be preached and worked on in practice, and something that needs to be emphasized on the game on game day. But in terms of them not fixing it and and finding a way to win, still I think they can just from the simple fact that the other teams are playing the rest of the season aren't very good at running the ball. That's not really their their point of emphasis. Baylor, uh, Kansas State. Texas, some of these teams that we've seen them really struggle with have been really good run offenses. So I think it's something that will absolutely need to be addressed, and it's, it's, a, it's the biggest point of concern for me uh, when you go back and watch some of these games. But in terms of the teams they're playing coming up, uh, the physicality aspect of things isn't as high a priority as it has been with teams like a Baylor and a Kansas State. T.J. Eckert joining us on the uh, Riverwind Casino Hotline. Uh, what do you think about what's going, going down in Austin uh, Saturday night, 6.30 ABC TCU, perfect so far. Uh, Longhorns got a nice win over the other purple uh, contender on the road in Manhattan last week. Uh, how do you see that one going down at DKR? It's interesting. I, I think a lot of us, myself included, just kind of rode off Texas. Uh, midway through the season at this point. And, and I mean, now it, it kind of feels like they're they're kind of in the driver's seat to get that, that second spot in the Big 12 championship game, which is which is really surprising to think about. Um, as long as as long as Quinn Ewers is playing, that means TCU's got to face a starting quarterback, which they haven't been too accustomed to this season. Um, and so that'll, that, that, that'll be interesting to me because, you know, Texas at home, um, when they want to, they can have a pretty good home field advantage. Uh, being a night game in prime time, I think that'll help them out. Uh, TCU's got some voodoo right right now around that program. I don't know what it is. You know the the on what's the toad thing they have going on right the now? The hypnotoad. Yeah, there you go. Hypnotoad. Yeah, <laughs> they got that going right now. I don't know what it is, but they got something. There's something magical about Sonny Dykes and what those guys are doing. So it's an interesting game. I would. I hate to say that Texas would be the first team to to upset TCU, uh, but I, it, that that feels like that might be what ends up happening. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it'll be close, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Texas pulled off. Dylan Gabriel, TJ, obviously a guy that's 
come under fire from a segment of this fan base, but uh, there's also an entirely separate segment of the fan base that would argue, well, you know what, you look at his three interceptions on Saturday, the first two weren't really his fault, third one was a bad throw, I think everybody kind of acknowledges and agrees on that, Uh, but... Gabriel continues to be held accountable in a lot of people's eyes for mistakes that aren't necessarily his fault, issues that aren't necessarily his fault. Now that we're nine games into the campaign and you've seen eight starts from Gabriel, how would you evaluate his play in an overall sense? Yeah, I think, honestly, Parker, you and I might be his most staunch defenders. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, every week it seems like we're on there having to defend Dylan Gabriel. Um, You know, I think from the beginning of the season, we've talked about, you know, we're not nobody, nobody. I don't expect him to be Baker, Kyler, Jalen Hurts. Like, nobody is expecting Caleb Williams. We're not expecting him to be this elite number one pick, first round type quarterback, because that's just not who he is. That's who we've become accustomed seeing at OU, and that's what OU fans are, are used to nowadays. But that's just not who he is, and that's okay. He's still really talented, um, still makes good throws, he still makes good decisions. As you mentioned, Three picks looks terrible in the box score, but you got to watch the game to see that two of them weren't his fault. Uh, the one was, as you mentioned, and and we've talked about it on here. He's going to miss throws. Every quarterback misses throws. He misses more than some of the past OU quarterbacks have, but everybody misses throws. Um, so I thought he's done. I thought he's done a pretty good job. You know, he can't tackle on defense. That's not his job. He can't. He can't block harder on the offensive line. That's not his job. You know, he can't. He can't get a pass rush. That's the defensive line. You know, so it's easy when things are going bad to look at either the head coach or the quarterback, and right now that's what everybody does. Um, but I, I would say if there was a list of problems, if you were to make a top ten list, Gabriel would be near the bottom of that top ten list of problems for OU, in my opinion. I think he's been, he's been solid. Uh, of course, he could be better, but he's far from the issue, I think, for OU. DJ, we appreciate your time. Have a great weekend. Uh, hopefully, we'll make another connection with you next week. Appreciate it. Oh, hopefully, we're talking about a sooner win next week, Steely. Thanks, guys. There you go. TJ Eckert, ladies and gentlemen, joining us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. I'm here at Cabin's Construction. Great place. Love being out here. Duke, my, my friend, the uh, great dog, is out here as well. Uh, always enjoy having Duke in here listening. Uh, Cavens, by the way, Cavens Construction has been prepping for the uh, colder temperatures that are coming in next week. They have an elective team of highly trained technicians. They have the state-of-the-art equipment to do a great job for you. They're ready to help you at your home or business with any kind of water emergency, 24-7, 365. Make Cavens your first call in a water emergency. The great thing about Cavens is they also help out with your water loss from start to finish. They have an in-house licensed plumbing team, certified water extraction team, and a structural drying team. And their construction team is there to build back for residential and commercial losses. They're your one-stop shop for remediation and restoration here at Cavens Construction. CavensConstruction.com in Norman and Oklahoma City, 405-573-3048. Tulsa Stillwater. 918-282-7612. Break time. We'll get as many texts in as we can when we get back right here on The Ref.
Okay, we are back. Mike Steely, Parker Thune, the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Radio Network. Riverwind Casino has a great, great promotion uh, happening tomorrow. Today is the 247th birthday of the Marine Corps, the U.S. Marines. And if you are a veteran, you need to be out at Riverwind tomorrow. They have a great promotion, the 15K Veterans and Victories promotion. You can get your share of $15,000 beginning tomorrow Friday, November 11th, from noon to 9 p.m., the first 200 players that present a military veteran ID at the North Promotions booth are going to get $25 in bonus play and also earn one entry for five points on their wild card. Uh, Any players who register between noon and 3 will receive 50 additional entries into a drawing uh, later tomorrow. At 5 o'clock, three players will be drawn out every 30 minutes to receive $250 in bonus play. And then at 9 o'clock, two grand prize winners will be selected to receive $2,000 in bonus play. That is happening uh, tomorrow. Get out there. Have your military or veterans ID. It's the 15K Veterans and Victories promotion uh, tomorrow out at Riverwind Casino. For more information, just check out riverwind.com. All right. Parker, let's get some texts in before we uh, wrap up hour one. This listener says, you keep saying they need to fix it, Parker. How the heck are they going to fix it? Sick of hearing that fixing stuff. Tell us how to fix it, Parker. Tell us. Well, look, maybe it's not what you want to hear, but I I don't know how you fix all these issues. Okay, that's not my job. That's Brent Venable's job. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I know how to do Brent Venable's job better than he does. He's built a three-decade-long coaching career on being able to fix things like this. So I can't tell you what exactly the roadmap is to fixing it. And when you say it, I don't know what exactly you're referring to. But look, the deal is, and here's another, okay, this same texter now says they don't have the dudes say that. Yeah. That's true. They don't. Yeah. And we talked about yeah, that earlier. I think we have said that, the right? Difference, yeah. The difference between this football team in 2022 and the team that won 11 games in 2021 is very simple. And it's not a substantial difference, but it is a critical one. Last year, you had, I would say, a handful of elite, aggressive, alpha football players that would go make plays in crucial games to win in situations where you had to have a play. All those guys are gone, whether to the NFL or via the transfer portal here in 2022. And that's why, against Kansas State and against Baylor in particular, you've seen the Sooners completely unable to come up with a game-changing play in the fourth quarter, in crunch time. It's because all those guys that you could rely on to make those kinds of plays are no longer around. And a handful of those players is the difference between a mediocre team and a great team, and another handful of those players, the difference between a great team and an elite team. Right now, yeah. Oklahoma's somewhere in the above-average range. They're not a great team. They're not well, close yeah, to an elite team. They are. I mean, 5-4, four, 4-4 four is average, right, obviously, and 5-4 uh, and four is just above average. That's where they are. Now, again, they could have won that game if they hadn't shot themselves in the foot uh, last week, and even with all those uh, interceptions and the turnover on fourth down and the missed field goal, and I, you know, that's more on Andrew Rain than it is on uh, Zach Schmidt. But uh, you know, last year, I, I think really the big playmaker they have 
back from last year uh, is Marvin Nims on offense. But you lose Caleb Williams, and I know he struggled down the stretch, but Caleb Williams, heck of a quarterback. You lose Kennedy Brooks. Kennedy Brooks was big time. Uh, and then on defense, Isaiah Thomas, Nick Benito, Perion Winfrey, Brian Osamoa, DTY, all playing uh, you know, on NFL rosters, so that's part of it. But the bottom line is, you know, you have to get better defensive players in the system. As good as those guys were, and they, and they still were not by any stretch a really good defense last year. They still underachieved for the most part, obviously. But you need to get a Gerald McCoy. You need to get a Brian Bosworth, a Rod Schoed, a Curtis Lofton, a Teddy Lame, and a Rocky Kalmus, a Torrance Marshall. You need to get a Ricky Dixon. You need to get a Roy Williams. You need those kinds of guys. And maybe they get one of those. Maybe P.J. Adabari is one of those guys. He's a five-star. Maybe David Hicks flips. And there's your Gerald McCoy. Maybe Peyton Bowen does come to Oklahoma. And there's your next Ricky Dixon. Uh, those are the kind of guys you need. And they also need guys who have a better football IQ. One of the scariest things I heard, Parker, at the press conference, was Brent basically saying, you know what, we haven't even hardly gotten into the playbook. We're like on page three, you know. And I'm thinking, I heard the psycho, you know. The shower scene sound effects when when Brent said that, because that's a little bit frightening when you're ten games into the season. So, you know, bottom line is better players, and I think Oklahoma has some good defensive players who are not playing maybe up to their level that they're capable of playing at, and some of that is because of the newness of the system. Even though again you're well, ten games in, but they don't have elite players. No, and look, I, crypto sooner. Just texted in with a text that kind of rehashes a point that we've made repeatedly over the last few weeks. And Crypto Sooner says a lot of these players are from the Tebow era and won many games by superior quarterback slash offensive play. Hopefully they don't take the guys coming in. And yet, look, over the last seven seasons, Oklahoma has consistently had a superhero at quarterback. Right? A guy. Yeah. Quarterback savior. Exactly. No doubt. Think about, and I, I always cite 2018 with Kyler Murray, because if you take Kyler Murray off that 2018 team, I legitimately don't know if Oklahoma's bowl eligible that year. I don't. And so that's kind of tainted the perspective. That's kind of shifted everyone's perspective on what a healthy, functioning Oklahoma football team looks like, because it's not always going to be re- realistic for you to trot out a superhero at quarterback. And Dylan Gabriel, I would say, is a really good quarterback. But he's not a superhero, right? This is not a guy that's going to single-handedly deliver you. This is not a guy that's about to go up to Morgantown and win you a 59-56 to game like Kyler Murray did in 2018, right? And so you're going to have to be better all around if you want to win the same games that you were winning three to four years ago because no longer do you have a Baker Mayfield or a Kyler Murray or a Jalen Hurts at the quarterback position. And you're not going to have very many of those guys, just in general. The Sooners caught lightning in a bottle and happened to get three superheroes back to back to back. But that's not the norm in college football. No, it's not. And I can still remember that night, the 59-56 game, Dana Holgerson's post game. Like, well, those guys are just too good, too fast for us. You know. And then he shotgunned a Red Bull, I think, right after that. All right, we got to get out of here. Thank you, Tim Lasher, Lasher Home Comfort Systems, for sponsoring hour number one. They'll do great work for you, 405-579-3113. We've got another hour to go. Eric Bailey will talk Sooner football with us at 135. Keep the text rolling in. We'll be back.
All right, welcome back here at Cabin's Construction. I had no idea until I got here to Cabin's and started doing uh, some Thursdays here after Plank. And first of all, I love being out here at Cabin's Construction, but a good high school friend of mine, Chris Smith, works out here. Great guy. And uh, Duke the dog and I are very tight. Duke the dog uh, just went out. Well, somebody brought a hamburger in, and Duke left the premises here where I'm broadcasting. But anyway, Cabin's Construction, they'll do unbelievable uh, work for you. Uh, if you have a mold issue, the certified and trained team here at Cabins can come out and do an investigation and help. I'm very scared of mold. Now, as a human being right now, I am molding. There is no doubt about it. I don't know if they can do anything about me molding, but they can do, uh, you know, if you have a mold issue in your home, uh, they can do testing, they can do removal, they can do it all here at Cabins Construction. Like I said, they, they've got a staff of five stars out here. Everybody's a Jackson Arnold out here. Uh, five-star service, five-star rating, and uh, all the awards here in the conference room and all of the uh, comments from the local business leaders and uh, business owners here in the Norman community and Oklahoma City raving about Cabins Construction. They're big time. All right, I want to play another clip. I thought this was interesting, too, Parker. This one came from the Strengthening, <clears throat> pardon me, the Strengthening Oklahoma podcast with uh, Dusty Dvorak and Gabe Eichert. They had Ethan Downs on, and uh, they asked him, you know, when, when everything's going like it is right now, you're 5-4 and four and the fans are upset and everybody's a critic, how do you keep the team together? Here's what Ethan Downs had to say. Uh, the standard is to win every game, to win championships, to be the most dominant team on the field, the most physical, to have the best offense and the best defense on the field. Not because you got the best guys, but because you got the grittiest, meanest, ready to get after it, blue collar guys. And that stress of being champions is no longer something like we can attain. So the stress is off, but with that demotion comes those uh, insults or comes the, uh, uh, you know, the rough talk all over social media. And we got to respond in the sense of not not looking at what we can't control, but looking at what we can. And we got to really focus on our relationships as, as coaches to players and players to players. You know, we really weren't ever playing for championships and wins, and that's not an excuse. That's just we were playing for the university and for the tradition and the culture and the team, and uh, we're playing for our coaches and trying to make them proud. And that's what's most frustrating. It's not like, oh, I don't care. If, me personally, like, I I don't care if we win a game, if we win a championship, if we're national championships. If we do, that's wonderful. It's a blessing. It's great. But we, we've we got to refocus on taking pride in what it means to be a Sooner. There you go. Interesting comments from Ethan Downs on the strengthening uh, Oklahoma pod with uh, Dusty and uh, Gabe Eichert. Uh, I, I still think, you know, Ethan Downs has, has not been what people expected this year. And I think, again, a lot of that is this system learning a new defense. The kid's talented. There's no doubt. Comes from a good family, Weatherford kid, you know. And I still think, uh, you know, maybe next year you see a breakout again for Ethan Downs. He's one of those guys when we're talking about they've got to get elite players. I still think Ethan Downs has a chance to be that guy. Um, what's your take, Parker? No, I still do too. And e either way, regardless of what type of player Ethan Downs ends up 
being at the University of Oklahoma, and somebody on the text line said, Ethan Downs has zero dog in him. I don't think that's true. I think the 2021 season uh, is evidence to the contrary because I did see some dog in Ethan Downs as a true freshman. Uh, hasn't been as conspicuous this year, but that doesn't mean this dude's career, you know, you don't, you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater for a kid like this, especially a guy that saw the field in relief of some really, really talented football players. There was not an easy path for Ethan Downs to see the field as a true freshman, and yet he did it and did it a lot. So, and regardless of what type of player he ends up being, Steely, Ethan Downs is one of those dudes that you just, you love that he is representing your university. You love to have that guy wearing your uniform because he's such a mature individual. He gets it. He always, and I mean always, is very measured and careful about the things he says in the public eye. And as you kind of heard in that soundbite, it's always about the team. It's never about the individual with him. That's a dude that was raised the the right way in Weatherford, America. And so if he never records another tackle as an Oklahoma Sooner, which will not happen, but even if that were the case, I think Sooner Nation is better off having Ethan Downs as one of their representatives because that's just a really good salt-of-the-earth type of guy. Yeah, and he talked about, you know, what it's like on social media right now. And, and again, I'm, I'm going to sit here and say this as a nearly 60-year-old fossil here, but I would stay so far away from social media. And, look, these kids now, uh, you know, they might as well be born with a smartphone in their hand. I think eventually, you know, if you come back in, like, 200 years, maybe you will have a smartphone device that just, you know, when you're born, you have it in your hand already. But, and, again, I don't think uh, these kids can't, can't stay off of it. I get it. But, man, there's so much negativity out there. Like, election night, I saw some buddies of mine tweet out their political opinions and i thought oh my gosh you guys you guys are crazy i mean i guess you know more power to them i guess it takes some guts but uh and it became an absolute free-for-all and i was like oh my gosh this is going to set off a blaze and it did but you know if your brain is your computer then all the negativity from social media particularly where everybody has an opinion, and, you know, when you're 5-4 and four at Oklahoma, guess what? It's not going to look pretty out there. And that's that's like your brain getting a virus. You don't need to deal with that. I, I know it's easier said than done. And, look, I'm a dude. I'll be watching a game. Uh, we'll be watching Netflix or, you know, Thunder game or, a you know, whatever game that we're watching. And I'm appearing at my phone, you know, every five seconds, too. Not five seconds, but every 30 seconds at least. So I get it. But uh, that's, uh, man, I th- it's harder than ever, isn't it, Parker, for it's easy to say, yeah, just stay away from all, all the social media stuff. Don't look, don't do anything. If you could do, though, that would be great, right? But I think it's very challenging for uh, kids that are, are playing right now. Yeah, it's hard to 100% block out all the noise. And the noise sucks sometimes, Steely. Social media brings out the worst in people. Social media is great when things are going well and it is a cesspool when things are going poorly. And unfortunately, in 2022 for Oklahoma, things are going poorly, at least relevant or I would excuse me, at least relative to the standard that has been set over the course of the last decade plus, really over the course of the last quarter century 
at the University of Oklahoma. So, yeah, it's got to be a rough time to log on to social media. And we're living in 2022, right? It's not like we're living in 2014 where social media was a big deal, sure, but not nearly as big of a deal as it is in the present day. And so it's just another thing that these players have to struggle with and fight through on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, as they prepare for games and as they try to get mentally right because it's – it's difficult, Steve. Like, I'll acknowledge this. It's difficult to get 100% mentally right when you can't block out all of the noise. And the reality is, in this day and age, you really can't. You can try. You can try to minimize the noise, but some of it is always going to get through. And so all the negative buzz on social media, I guarantee you, whether or not these guys want to acknowledge it, they hear it. They're cognizant of it. And they hate it. They want to get this thing turned around as much as anybody. But social media doesn't make anybody's job any easier. Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, you know, it's one of the – what's going worse, by the way? Is it is it Oklahoma's run defense or is it Elon Musk's new uh, Twitter verification system? I would I, say the Oklahoma run defense is a lot more successful, actually. They're, they're neck and neck right now. There, neck and neck. I mean, you saw the the Nintendo account. Somebody uh, claimed that and had Super had uh, Super Mario flipping off everybody. Uh, there, there's some crazy stuff out there. It's a crazy world we live in, man. That you can get information uh, overload. It's very easy. I, one day, you know, it's like if you ever saw the uh, the old movie scanners where the dude just his brain exploded. Uh, that could happen one day. Uh, because of social media. All right, uh, 405-651-3439. It's 405-651-3439. I just thought it was uh, interesting that Ethan Downs mentioned that because they know, even if they try and stay away, they know what, what everybody's saying or at, at least the general theme of what's going on out there. You guys can't play anymore. And, uh, you know, it's uh, Oklahoma fans. Look, every fan base, when you have a blue blood program that's used to winning football games like Oklahoma, Every fan base is going to be like this. I can only imagine what the LSU fans would be like. They're subhuman, as I said. But uh, every fan base has some of those, uh, well, not some. They've got a lot of the uh, people that will, uh, you know, come after players on social media and all of that stuff. It just It's part of the deal right now. And it's not going away. Okay, uh, we want to thank, of course, the Seth Wadley Auto Group for sponsoring our second hour here on Steel Man and Thune. Exit. 72 for a great deal on a car, truck, SUV. They've got a nice pre-owned selection out there. They'll give you a great deal on your vehicle. And, of course, the uh, ironclad great guarantee of oil changes and engines for life on new or used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you is big time. That is awesome. All right, so let's break right here. we got Eric Bailey coming up at 135. Nothing but your texts from the Air Comfort Solutions text line coming up right here on the home of Sooner fans, the ref.
Here we are at Cavens Construction on a Thursday. Tomorrow we'll be out at Riverwind Casino on an OEC football Friday. Always a treat to be out here at Cavens. They will do great work for you. They've been prepping up for the uh, colder temperatures. Some, you know, we could see some freezing temperatures coming in the next week. They have a great team of highly trained techs and uh, the -the state-of-the-art equipment uh, for you. They're ready to help. You at your home or business with a water emergency 24-7, 365 days a year. So make Cavens your first call with a water emergency here in Norman in the Oklahoma City area, 405-573-3048. Tulsa Stillwater, 918-282-7612. Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet have a classic tonight, 715 on Prime Video Thursday night football, the four and five Atlanta Falcons against the two and seven Carolina Panthers. Carolina did say the other day that PJ Walker will be starting, even though he was uh, pulled. Baker Mayfield came in the Bengals game, which uh, since he won handily, Joe Mixon had five touchdowns, but Baker did throw two TDs in relief of PJ Walker. Again, Walker gets the start tonight, but Baker says he will stay locked in. I want to win. Got to kill the music, Mike. My bad. One second. That's all right. Here we go. All right, Baker again uh, will, you know, maybe he'll come off the bench again tonight, but he says uh, no matter what happens, he's going to be ready if his uh, name is called and his number's called. Take two. I want to win, and that's, you know, whatever my role is and however I can help, then that's that's what I want to do. So, um, yeah, I mean, mentally, it's backup quarterback is a position where you have to just, just stay ready, stay within the game. Um and just really prepare yourself, and uh, yeah, it just so happened to be today. You either you either keep fighting and uh, come out of this thing being proud of what you put on tape, um, or, or you don't. And this is a this is a team that obviously things didn't go our way today, um, and that that falls on everybody. Just just going into the second half and trying to just execute. You know, it's going to be a short week for us, and go out there and just put good stuff on tape. There you go. That was Baker after the loss to the Bengals uh, last Sunday. We also have uh, college football tonight. Tulsa, Golden Hurricane in action at Memphis, 630 on ESPN. Uh, TU at 3-6, and six, Memphis at 4-5. and five. Uh, Last night, NBA, the Bucks beat the Thunder 136-132 in overtime. Uh, you know, they didn't have uh, Giannis or Drew Holiday. Milwaukee's still best record in the league at 10-1. and one. Uh, SGA at 39. Josh Giddy. 18 points, uh, 15 boards, 6 assists. Might be the best inbounds passer in the history of basketball. Poku, I thought, looked good uh, most of the game. 17 points and 10 boards. Trey Mann, 21. But the Bucks win in overtime. Thunder will play the Toronto Raptors tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. And then at the Knicks early Sunday at 11 a.m. tip in the Garden. All right, let's go to the Air Comfort Solutions text line. When is Chavis's tweet going to come to fruition? Well, I don't know. I mean, we talked yeah, got, about this. I got some new offers, right? Yeah, new offers. Uh, one of them being David Peavy, the four-star edge that's committed to Mule Shoe. So wouldn't that be a fun little flip? Yes. Come on. Steal this kid. Uh, this listener in the 918 says, OU's woes are as simple as this. We have quarter horses. We need thoroughbreds. And they are on their way in the next few years. Thoughts? That's not bad. I like that. Another from the I think they've got a few thoroughbreds that uh, are not performing like thoroughbreds that, that can, but you need a lot more of them, no doubt. 
Another from the 918. To the keyboard warriors, you can criticize without being a complete... Use your imagination. Anyway, BV will get it right. I believe that. You know, the, here's the, the deal, and this will never happen. I just wish, and look, people can, uh, it, it's a free country. You can tweet whatever you want. I get it. But if you had to put your real name on everything that you tweeted, <laughs> things would be a lot different, right? Yes. Seriously. Yes, If you had would. to really put your real name instead of, you know, Boomer Bill at Z4256, then people wouldn't be as cruel and as critical as, as they are. Uh, that's never going to happen. But, I mean, just think about that. That, that would be a game changer. Yeah, that's, and that's one of the worst aspects of social media. That's, maybe, that's, that's like why I'm leaving myself open to this whole Twitter verification thing being a good thing in the long run because there's gonna have to, it's, it's going to have to establish some sort of legitimacy on social media. And so maybe, just maybe, there will come a point in time at which Elon and all of the powers that be at Twitter – make you use your real name and make you establish an actual identity and profile on social media. And then, you know what? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would filter out a lot of the noise because people are comfortable saying things behind the cover of an anonymous avatar that they would never say if they had to attach their actual name and reputation and occupation, et cetera, to it. Yeah, and look, I don't think that's ever going to happen. But, yeah, it's just like if you had to say something to, uh, you know, a, a Sooner player that you're critical of in person, and I'm not talking about, hey, turn around and knock you out, or I'm just saying you wouldn't say it that way. But, look, that's that's a fantasy land now. The the genie's so far out of the bottle. I sound like an old man. I get it. But, I mean, it, it would be a game changer if people had to use their real name on, uh, you know, everything they sent to somebody. Uh, you know, you, you do sound like an old man, Steely. I am an I, old man. You you are an old man, so you have an excuse. I probably sound like an old man, and I don't have an excuse. By the way, we do we did have another 918 listener that texted in just a moment ago simply to say, I love Steel Man's voice. Oh, really? Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. So, yeah, it's, look... We uh, Social media is not going anywhere. We're only going to get more of it. And, you know, there are parts of it I really, really do enjoy. I mean, that I'm, I would be, you know, if Twitter went away, I'd be unhappy about that. But there's sometimes when I look at it, particularly all the uh, divisiveness and all the, you know, it, it just, if you look at that stuff, I don't know how anybody can look at political Twitter without their, their head just having the worst headache ever. I mean, I say... Stay so far away from that stuff. It, it's just, it, it, it's very depressing to look at. Long text here from Joe in Tulsa. Every coach deserves three years before they should be judged as a failure or not. Sooner fans need to give support for Venables and quit being quick to judge. He has had top five teams at all three coaching stops before coming back to Oklahoma. So why would you think he will fail? Not backing Brent on social media will hurt recruiting. OU fans are making everything worse. That three-star from Tennessee has some good film, looks like a four-star, not worried about Vosick, boomer sooner. There you go. All right, you know who I'm going to call? I'm going to call at the next break. I'm going to call Nolansville, Tennessee High School and find out if it's Taylor Wine or Taylor Wayne. 
Because I don't think we found out for sure yet, have we? I don't think we have definitive confirmation. No, but yeah, I've you got make... the number. You want me to? You want me to call him live right now? Hey, you know what? You make that call in the break, and I will call Eric Bailey. And when we reconvene okay. with Eric in the next segment, I mean, I can call him if you can just put some filler music. I can call Nolanville High School right now. You want? And... You want to actually do this? Yeah, I'll try it. Let's tr- let's see if I can call. Okay, see, I'm gonna uh... get the uh, I'm gonna get the Nightline music. Yeah. Yes, I was wanting to know if it's pronounced Taylor Wine or Taylor Wayne, the football player who attends the high school. Um, I believe it's Wine. Taylor Wine. All right, now, can you ask somebody else for further verification? Is that possible? Yes, this is the uh, Ref Radio Network in Oklahoma because Oklahoma offered him a scholarship. So we're just trying, you know, we, we're mentioning his name. We want to make sure we can get it right. Sure, sure. Okay, let me ask. Hold on just a second. Okay, here we go. See, this This is this is 60 Minutes level stuff right here. This, Parker. Correct. You got it. It's wine. Taylor Wine. All right, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. There we go. Wow. Hey, Investigative right there, journalism live on air. and gentlemen. Hey, you know what you need to do? You need to save that right there and send the previous 90 seconds to the Oklahoma Association of Broadcasters because that, ladies and gentlemen, I will be in a tux accepting an award on your behalf as well when we are honored by the OAB for that level <laughs> oh, of journalism. Oh, that was iconic, right there. Steely. I was, that I, right there What What music great. is it that you use whenever we do one of those bulletins? Because I was sifting around on YouTube and I couldn't find it. I think it was the Nightline theme, the old Nightline theme. But you're right. I, see, I thought, you know, when my, my I, yesterday I said, well, Ed Gain, the serial killer, spelled his last name G-E-I-N, so maybe it's Taylor Wayne. But see, you can't associate Taylor Wine with a serial killer who used to skin his victims in Ed Gain. Now, if this man can get after quarterbacks, yes, he won't be as frightening as Ed Gain was, but Taylor Wine could be maybe a difference maker for the Sooners. <laughs> right? Uh, the reaction on the text line is pouring in. One listener simply says, LMAO Steely. Another says, LOL, that's awesome. I freaking love this radio show. Awesome work. That is how it's done, Steely. Seriously, you called the school. Mike effing Steely. So there you go. People are I thought, very you impressed know what? with your work. I look, here's what I do. When I don't know how to pronounce a name, whether it's a kid or whoever, I go on YouTube and I look for a video. Highlights, interview, whatever. So I make sure. And I do that before I try to pronounce somebody's name. But I couldn't find it anywhere on Taylor Wine. Nowhere. That's how I got Vosick. Because I'm like, is it Colton Vosick? A long time ago, is it Colton Vosick or Colton Vasick? What is it? And I went to YouTube. There are a couple of interviews here with Colton Vosick. Both of them said Vosick. So I said, well, he didn't correct him. It's clearly Vosick. But you have to go on and do that. And I, I didn't know how to do it. So I actually thought, you know what? I'm going to look up Nolanville, Tennessee High School. We're going to call. They know this kid. He's a stud. They're going to know how to pronounce his name. So there you have it, everybody. There you have it. And I, you think a Peabody is a pers- uh, possibility, too? Listen, Steely, Pulitzer, I... Well, that's if, more for writing. If I were in charge of handing out the journalism awards, you would have swept the table clean with that moment right there. 
There you go. We do know it is Taylor Wine. There you go. All right. Uh, Eric Bailey coming up next, ladies and gentlemen, on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. It is the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Radio Network, and we're coming right back. Stay here. We are back here at Cabins Construction. What a great place. Always really enjoy coming out here. Good people out here, super friendly, great reputation in Norman and Oklahoma City, 405-573-3048. In Tulsa and Stillwater, 918-282-7612. Parker, uh, is there a Nobel Prize for journalism? Can they create one for us? You know what, Steely? If there isn't, I will make all the phone calls, drop all the requisite lines to make sure that we get one established in your name. The Mike Steely you know, Nobel you know, Prize you know, for you're, Journalism. You're, no, you're, you're part of this deal. Now, we've got a great journalist coming on here in one second in Eric Bailey, but for those aspiring journalism students out there, what, what did we do there? Well, that what, is crucial. Parker, well, what did we, we do? You listen to the conversation. We double-checked the source. We got two sources, right? That is we true. We got the secretary who that said, I believe it's wine. And I said, can you double-check, make sure it was somebody else? And she came back and said, yes, it's wine. Uh, freaking masterclass, Not just one. Absolute masterclass. I mean, that, why, why am I not over there at the Gaylord School? Right now. I don't know. Uh, They should display that on a constant loop right there, right? (laughs) Hashtag adjunct steely. Get it trending. (laughs) All right. Let's bring in Eric Bailey on the uh, Riverwind Casino hotline. Eric, uh, I I loved your line of questioning you had and your story on, uh, you know, trying to sell recruits right now when things aren't going your way uh, with Brent Venables. Uh, What did you learn in, in writing that piece, and, you know, Oklahoma still has a top ten recruiting class, but, you know, it's it's uh, and it's going to be a good class either way. But, you know, when you, you have problems going, uh, you know, like normally an Oklahoma season goes, which is really successful, it becomes more challenging. You know, I thought the most interesting thing that he said was um, what Ted Roof said. I think the day before we asked Ted Roof about, you know, trying to keep this, intact this 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 league intact intact and my doorbell's ringing on me guys i'm sorry <laughs> i'm the only one home too so okay that's all you want that. to take a second we- no 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 my uh no i just got a delivery so sorry about that i apologize <laughs> i thought the most interesting thing was no when problem we asked, when we asked that question um and what he said was I asked him, you know, do you bring this up? You know, you're you're having struggles. Do you bring this up with the recruits and do you talk about it? And Ted Roof said, yes, you have to talk about it because if you don't talk about it, the teams, the schools that are recruiting against you definitely will. 
So you have to take this head on. You have to really just really try to sell your message to these recruits, and that's what they've been doing. Hey, it's not always going to be this way. You know, things have to change. They understand it, and the recruits can be a big part of that. And then Jeff Levy said, trust the plan. Trust the process. That's the thing. And it's so hard, and I get it, because when you look at today's society, especially the, the young young kids, we're, we're in such a we-need-it-now society that it's hard to, you know, to be patient, and I get it. But that's definitely something that Oklahoma's recruits are going to have to do. It's something Oklahoma fans are going to have to do. Just be patient. And, I, I, you know, personally, I think Grant Venable is still the right guy for this job, but uh, it, it's, just, it's just painful seeing them go through this because they've been so dominant for so many years. This is something that this generation of fans, they're just not used to seeing. Yeah, Eric, and as you look at the defensive side of the ball for Oklahoma and all the issues that are endemic and have caused persistent problems as far as Oklahoma's ability to stop opponents from sustaining long drives, converting on third down, and the like, do you essentially take the body of work that Oklahoma has assembled on the defensive side of the ball this year, and do you just come to the conclusion that this year's kind of a lost cause. It's about 2023 at this point, more than it is about the final three games of the 2022 campaign. Or is there a solution here? And if so, what is it? You know, I, I, I think, and you'll never hear Brent Vittables say the words uh, just that this is a rebuilding year. I don't think he'll ever do that. Uh, but, you know, from the outside looking in, it just appears that way. It is a rebuilding year. They need to focus on 23. Uh, that's not to say this year's not lost because you can gain some valuable experience for all those players on both sides of the ball. But I really think the focus right now has to be on the 23 recruiting class, keeping them intact, trying to steal someone, trying to find some, some playmakers. And I think, if anything, this, this year under Brent Venables, it's shown you know, how much lack of depth there is, especially on places like the defensive line where you have, you have talent, but you don't have that elite talent. You don't have those difference makers yet, and that's what Brent Venables and his coaching staff have to do. They have to go out there and get those difference makers. And uh, you know, when you're five and four and sitting, you know, to the bottom end of the Big 12 standings, it, it's, it's a challenge to sell that to recruits. But that's what they have to do. And 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 with all due respect to all the the, the seniors like Deshaun White, and Justin Boyles, I mean, they love this school. They've done so much for this school, and their careers are coming to an end. You've got to finish strong for those guys. You've got to reward them for their time that they put in uh, to this program. I mean, it, you know, sure, you know, some may have a bad game every now and then, but you've got to look back and remember what they've meant to this program and what this program means to them and how they've sweated so many years through this program. They didn't ask for this, the coaching change in their senior year, and they're trying to learn a new system. So I think for, for them, out of respect to them, you really hope everyone on that roster plays strong, plays hard for those final games for those seniors, but you really do have to have an eye on the future in 23. We have seen uh, Brent go, you know, super optimistic, and I, I know he was asked the other day, well, how do you stay positive, and, uh, you know, does this stuff affect the players, all the, all the negativity, and Brent says, you know, you know me, I'm the same guy every day, but you obviously you've been at all the press conferences you can tell that uh you know it's wearing on him a little bit because i think he's looking for answers and uh so far they haven't found uh, as many as they would like i agree i think mike when you look at it too how these press conferences have gone uh every week i mean this one he you know there's been a some where he's you know been a little short with his answers or maybe a little defensive at times and that just comes with you know 
having a team that's around 500 and maybe having to answer questions that after a 3-0 and start, he had no idea he was going to have to answer those questions. So, and everything for him is new. Being a first-year coach, sure, he's been around some legends with Bill Snyder and Bob Stoops and Dabo Sweeney, but now he's in that, that, that number one chair. Everything to him is new, and he's learning how to deal with that. And, you know, we talk about growing pains for these new players and, and learning a new system. It's also growing pains for him. Brent's never been a head coach, and he's doing something that uh, he's, he, he inherited a program. You know, now you can really say it. It was hurting. It was, it was hurting when he got here, and uh, he's trying to rebuild him. And uh, I think that it, it's been tough on him on a weekly basis having to ask, answer the same questions, basically what's going wrong. And, and he really wants to look forward and look at what's going right. But it's hard when, when you have games where, you know, you look back, they lose in different ways. They were blown out against Texas. They were, I was shocked with the TCU uh, outcome. And then this past week, that was a game they should have won, especially with the way they shot themselves in the foot in the first half. Uh, so I, I just think it's tough on Brent trying to get through all this, and he's 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 learning. He's only coached nine 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 games. You can't really say you know you can't really define what his career is going to be like after nine games. Just got to give him time. Now, as the Sooners head up to Morgantown on Saturday, Eric, this is a program that Oklahoma hasn't lost to since they joined the Big Twelve. So over the course of the last decade, since the reformation of the new Big Twelve. There have really always been three wins on the calendar every year that you've been able to count on. It's been Kansas, Texas Tech, and it's been West Virginia. But now here in 2022, there's a very small margin between 1 and 10 in the Big 12. Everybody is competitive week to week. And even West Virginia, who may very well be the worst team in the Big 12, they're a team with some players. They're a team with some talent. And you got JT Daniels at the quarterback position, Graham Harrell running the air raid as the offensive coordinator, of course, the Texas Tech legend. Uh, do you think Oklahoma's long winning streak against the Mountaineers comes to an end this Saturday up in Morgantown? Why or why not? It's funny you mentioned Graham Harrell. You just aged me. I remember when he was a quarterback throwing for touchdowns at Tech. Man, now it's hard to believe offensive coordinator now at West Virginia. Um, no, I, I think when you look at West Virginia this year, they play a lot better at home than they do on the road. Of course, any team can say that, but it's decisively different how they play at home. I mean, they, they were horrible up at Ames last weekend, only had 200 yards of offense, but then they can score points at home. I am impressed with, like you said, with, with JT Daniels. He's a guy at USC. He, he's been at some places. He was at Georgia. He has some track record. He knows how to play football. Oklahoma's going to have to make plays. This this hasn't been an easy place to play. If you think back of all the years they go, OU's gone to Morgantown, they've always been close games. Some of Oklahoma's best teams struggled. I mean, you, all you got to do is look back at Kyler Murray in 2018. Uh, you know, 59-56, what a crazy game that was. And I still remember 2012 uh, with Geno Smith and uh, West Virginia when OU went up there with Landry Jones and won 50-49. to and help me out, Parker. Who was the running back that went nuts at West Virginia? Uh, that uh, year, well, it was Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin, yeah. And I still remember Bob Stoops kicking off to him on the last play, last minute of the game. I was thinking, why are you giving the ball back to him? And thankfully for Oklahoma fans, they tackled him inside the 40. <laughs> so, yeah, But that game was crazy. But Morgantown's so hard to play at. So it's going to be one of those games, in a way, you're glad it's an afternoon game because it doesn't give the, the stadium a, a whole afternoon to get juiced up and ready for you. Uh, so if Oklahoma can go out there and take care of business, just step on West Virginia's throat early, uh, I think they'll have a good chance to win this game. I think I, I pick Oklahoma to win outright. I think they become bowl eligible with this win, but nothing's going to be easy on Saturday. 
Yeah, Eric, and I, I think you're right. That atmosphere at 11 a.m. is going to be a lot different than it would be, you know, 6.30, 7 p.m. There's no doubt, particularly if Oklahoma can go out and start well. Uh, that, that place is going to be pretty quiet, I would think. Eric, we always appreciate you coming on with us. Thanks for being gracious with your time. We will talk again soon. Thank you. Steely, Parker, you guys have a good week, okay? Thanks a bunch. Eric Bailey, ladies and gentlemen, joining us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. By the way, uh, Riverwind has a great promotion happening. Think about this tomorrow. Remember, we'll be out there tomorrow for an OEC Fiber Football Friday. The 15K Veterans and Victories promotion. We'll be honoring veterans out at Riverwind tomorrow. Tomorrow from noon to 9 p.m., the first 200 players to present a military veteran ID at the uh, North Promotions booth are going to receive 20 five dollars in bonus play so you can parlay into parlay that into who knows what and you're also going to earn one entry for every five points on your riverwind wild card any players who register between noon and 3 p.m are going to receive an additional 50 entries into the drawing later that day around five o'clock three players will be drawn out every 30 minutes to receive 250 dollars in bonus play and then at 9 p.m two grand prize winners will be selected to receive two thousand dollars in bonus play so the 15k veterans and victories promotion happening tomorrow at riverwind i will be out there tomorrow on an oec fiber football friday and don't forget about bedlam beats and bites coming up friday night november 18th tickets are only five bucks eli young band wade bowen all the best local food trucks you'll be outdoors and uh, bring the folding chairs bring the kids it's kids friendly and it'll be a great time at Bedlam Beats and Bites outdoors at Riverwind, again with the Eli Young Band and Wade Bowen. Tickets are only 5 bucks at riverwind.com or at the casino box office. We'll break, come back, one more segment, get to your texts on the way next. All right, let's get to as many texts as we can. I am here at Cavens Construction. Great place. I love it out here, and they will do great work for you. And uh, Gary and I pretty much become best friends, and uh, Duke and I, the dog, have pretty much become best friends. So it's really cool. All right, 405-651-3439 in the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Let's do it. you, You know what the text line is buzzing about, Steely. South Dakota Sooner says, I will nominate Steely for Employee of the Month. Uh, okay, good. I've never won Employee of the Month. I will take that. Will I? Will I get? Uh, will they take an eight by ten glossy? They'll hang in the hallway. Maybe. <laughs> uh, we we can call, we. That's what we can do. We can attach your name to that. The Mike Steely Employee of the Month Award. Um, <laughs> listener in the five eight zero says Mike Steely, recruiting coordinator for the University of Oklahoma. Uh, hey. 
Uh, there was nothing illegal. I just asked the kid. I, all I did was ask, how do you pronounce his last name? And we double-sourced it, kids. Young journalism, expi- as aspiring journalists. Don't just take, you know, the first lady said, well, I think it's wine. I'm like, I we had to get another source. We got another source and nailed it. Uh, I okay. Th- this might be a wood. This is a Woodward and Bernstein moments. Sooner, which least, one do you want to be, Woodward or Bernstein? Uh, I have no context for Woodward or Bernstein, so you take your pick. Go ahead um, and Google it up. A <laughs> uh, couple more. Gunny of Stutzman Army says Mike Steely is a national tw- treasure. Sooner, Lisa in Tulsa says Steely. I just about drove my truck off of I forty four. Don't another, do that. Another says that segment is the opposite of talking about gout. And another says, you guys are the best. Mike Wallace ain't got nothing on y'all. Hashtag wine time. But there is a text here, Steely, and there's there's a oh, backstory no. here, and I don't know the backstory, okay. so I'm going to make Uh-oh. you tell the backstory. Okay. This listener up in the 918, I figure so. You got like three minutes. This okay. listener says, I remember when Steely called UT after AD ran all over them. It was great radio. Elaborate. Oh, after Oklahoma beat Texas, back before you had to identify yourself, we would call the uh, Texas Athletic Department, and uh, we called them one year. I wish I had a little more time, but we uh, we did a redneck voice, and we said that, uh, well, my problem is University of Texas, we want you to pay my uncle's uh, funeral expenses because after OU won that game, 65-13, whatever it was, my uncle stood up from the couch He's 82 years old and just yelled, son of up, and then just died on the spot. And we believe the <laughs> University of Texas is responding. The guy on the other line is like, well, sir, I'm so sorry about your uncle, but I, I don't see how the University of Texas is. Are you damn sure responsible for it? He did a heart attack his year poor play. You know, and we went back and forth with this. It, so it was just a stupid radio bit. But and then at, at the last minute, what we did was say, "Oh, by the way, one more thing," and then we played Boomer Sooner on him, and then you heard the sigh and the hang up. <laughs> Back in the days when radio was a lot more fun. Oh, um, Gunny of Stutzman Army says Mike Steely radioing like a champion today. There you go. Yes, I love radioing. That I slapped the uh, sign here at Cabins Radio like a champion as I walked into the radio conference room. Uh, listener of the 972 says, Steely really... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Lou Holtz has taken that sign away and claimed that he has the rights to radio like a champion today, too. So, no, we got we to get Steely and Lou Holtz in the octagon. Geriatric showdown. <laughs> uh, I See, sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, I, I forget the age disparity here. I'm the old man who yells at clouds. Parker is, well, he's very young. So when I say Woodward and Bernstein and he has no clue who that is, that's where the the age gap is basically as big as the Grand Canyon. It's rather large. Jason O.C. says Mike Steely is the present-day R.D. Mercer. Uh, Listener in the 972 says, Steely really does journalism, then he's a streamer afterward. He's got the life. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. Hey, Artie Mercer was the best. That that man was he was the Tiger Woods, the MJ, the Tom Brady, the GOAT of radio prank calls. No one in the same zip code, and his zip code was nine one eight. I mean that stuff. The best.
the absolute best, particularly when they called the guy at the graveyard. Good stuff. All right, we got to get out of here. want to thank Gary and all the people here at Cavens Construction. They are awesome. Any issue you have, they can get it taken care of for you because, well, they are the best. Their reputation is second to none in Oklahoma City and Norman, 405-573-3048. In Tulsa, 918-282-7612. Cavens Construction, thank you. Parker, have a great show with Tyler. Let's get locked in up next here on The Ref.